Well, welcome to Round the Table Live with Chris Concern. First one of 2023, it's great to be back. And today we are discussing uh, the promotion of extreme transgender ideology to young children in a Church of England primary school. And I'm delighted today to be, welcomed, to be able to welcome Calvin Watts, uh, parents of uh, pupils in a Church of England school who has uh, very bravely and courageously uh, with great conviction, uh, raised the concern and, and raised the profile of this issue um, in Churchman Schools. Thank you so much for joining us, Calvin. Um, and we're also delighted to have Roger Kiska, uh, legal eagle from our legal team, who is able to provide a very helpful uh, legal perspective on all this. Welcome to Roger. Um, so, Calvin, let's, let's go straight to you, if that's all right. Um, Tell us what actually happened. Yeah, what what prompted you to end up raising a complaint to the school that your children were in? So um, the school has basically shown a video to our children, um, teaching them that they can be uh, that they're born in the wrong body. That um, step back a minute, Calvin. How old are your children, and what kind of school okay. is it? So it's St Michael's School in uh, near Tenston, Kent, and this is year four so eight-year-olds um and And it's a church of england school that's it yeah so we sent our children to that school because we thought there'd be some level of protection um and every september when the children get new teachers etc we write to the school and we say look you know we're christian parents we want our children to be um protected from a lot of this um transgender uh agenda that's coming to the schools so they were very aware of what's what so you wrote we were... a letter every year to the new teacher saying you know please be aware we do not want our children exposed to transgender ideology absolutely we made it very clear um right. and... because of your christian convictions absolutely absolutely and, and this um, is part of why you sent them to a christian church in the school yeah yeah completely yeah yeah okay um so we were absolutely shocked to find out that the children have been shown this video um not only without the parents knowing but also directly against our family's consent um and the way the school did it is that they have a a media feed and it was put on that but it wasn't a case of oh this is what we're going to show the children um this is it the way it came up was this is what we already have shown them and it was the sort of thing that you could easily miss and we actually did miss it um and the, the only reason we found out that the children were showing this was because a another horrified parent alerted us to the fact that it'd be yeah, what do you what do you mean a media feed i'm trying to understand that just just explain that can you explain well, that a little bit it's called a dojo and uh, I think a few other schools have them, but right. it's it's basically something that you can log on to as a parent and it basically right. shows them what they've been doing. You know, today we did this, today we learned about okay, rivers. Right. Okay, right. Okay. So but you have to sort of log on in order to see what it says. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And right. so there's no notification sent to parents saying we're gonna teach this or we have taught that. It's just part of the routine on this system, you could log in and if you haven't to log in at the right time, you could see that they showed this video yeah yeah brilliant yeah that's right. exactly what happened. okay and you didn't happen to look at the right time but somebody else another consent parent did yeah. and and then presumably messaged a few other parents to say gosh look yeah. at this yeah 
yeah that's right right okay so um and what what was in the content of this video so yeah the the video is pretty extreme really um this wasn't a video which just said oh you know there are some people that are different from us and there's you know different families this was an ideology which was being shown and this video is pretty extreme um it's it says that children can be born in the wrong body yeah. and uh, the children um children as young as three can uh change their gender and be non-binary and that the the medical medical professionals at birth just guess their age and um yeah gender is something that is fluid basically um, so, so, so let's just pause there a minute hmm. so they're showing a video and i've seen the video and i think we can probably post a link to it up it's on youtube um it's of somebody reading out a book aimed at young children um which has these extraordinary statements like a three-year-old can change their gender when a three-year-old a three-year-old and like you know the, the doctors guess your gender when you're born and you know i think we've got a few images of the book to show can we just maybe show one of these here's here's one page from the book um when people guess wrong it's okay to let them know ruthie was five when she told her parents then a speech bubble saying i know you think i'm a boy but really i feel like a girl and the next page oops Ruthie was a girl all along. I just didn't know it at first. So it's, it's that is saying a five-year-old can have been born a boy, somehow realise they're actually a girl. We've got another page. Here's another page. Um, she's a transgender girl. That means when she was born, everyone thought she was a boy until she grew a little older, old enough to tell everyone she's actually a girl. Um, and in that case, that's a five-year-old. Here's another page. See when you were born you couldn't tell people who you were or how you felt picture of a baby they looked at you and made a guess maybe they got it right maybe they got it wrong what a thing to say to young children maybe they got it right maybe they got it wrong about your gender i mean that's an extraordinary thing to say to young children um really it is isn't it i mean calvin how did you feel about that well, just so people know so they can find the video themselves it's called um it feels good to be yourself yeah. um that's, that's the name of the video if people want to youtube it but yeah when we viewed the video ourselves we were really horrified we felt physically sick um just can't believe that this was shown to our, our little girls um and also directly against our consent and in the church ring school you know having chose that school for the very reason because we wanted a level of protection and then to find out that the school is um pushing this stuff was yeah really really shocking and it's been a huge wake-up call for us as parents right and what did you do um in response to that how did your how did your children respond to it by the way um it was really confusing for our children because we had to sit them down and say look you know this video is not right and right. um, there will, you know, why, why have our uh, teachers shown this video? And it's been, yeah. it's been a real pain because we've had to have conversations with them, which we really didn't want to have with them at of this course, age. Of course, yeah, I know. And, you um, this one, yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's also ruined that 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 teacher and pupil trust now because I've had to teach them that actually your teachers haven't necessarily always got your best interests at heart, which is a real yeah. shame. To yeah. Be able to, to say to your teacher, I've, I've now had to sort of um, 
coach my children into recognizing truth from lies and that's something that you really don't want to be having to do at this age um, yeah yeah no ideally you want to say trust adults or yeah trust the trust the people in the school and so on i, I agree yeah it's, it's very disturbing roger um can schools just go ahead and promote this kind of stuff to young children like that is it no problem is there is there any issues here what is their position legally and, and in terms of guidance and so on from schools showing this kind of stuff or teaching this kind of thing yeah well first of all i mean i have a, a daughter who's almost three and she could barely change her socks never mind her um so it's quite remarkable i think um the thing about education law is um we were all kids once upon a time we all went through school and we know how impressionable we were at the school now we, we didn't see the teachers as parents but we saw them as authority figures. Uh, we did what they said when they yeah. taught us, we believed what they taught us was true. And when you're a primary yeah. age child, you, you're, um, you're, rely, you know, your reliance on what the teacher says as a source of, of knowledge is, is huge. And you have um, a developing brain, you have neuroplasticity. So when this stuff is embedded in your head at that age, it, it sticks and it becomes a new moral code. So what the, what the law says is first of all, schools must respect, and that includes individual teachers, the ability of parents to raise their kids according to their own religious and philosophical beliefs. That includes the right not to believe. So when a yep. school is pervasively teaching this kind of gender identity belief, uh, that's a philosophy. And you have a right for your child not to believe in that philosophy. But when it's being taught in the way that it's being taught at, at this particular school, that is a breach of, of parental rights under the Human Rights Act. Um, more than that, there, there is... There's Especially no, since Calvin's already told, said to the school, yeah. we don't want our children exposed to this kind of philosophy, basically. Yeah, and there's a lot of confusion that, that schools go through um, because, you know, you have this idea that there's gender identity belief and you have the protected characteristic of gender reassignment in the equality law. And what, what things uh, are often said by, um, by local authorities, by the Church of England is, uh, themselves, that they have to teach this stuff because it's part of the Equality Act. And the reality is that that is not true. Um, an eight-year-old can't be trans, uh, not not by the definition in the Equality Act. And, and there's no obligation to, to teach kids that they can be. Um, social transitioning, the idea that I'm, I'm born in the wrong body, that that is not gender reassignment as defined in the Equality Act. There's guidance from the Department for Education, which says that when you teach these harmful stereotypes um you are you are breaching the law um that these are safeguarding issues um and and really there's no place for it in a primary school so so they're going against government guidance is what you're saying absolutely yeah. yeah yeah i just um actually there's a comment here by the way if you're watching live on facebook or youtube you can see your comments there's a comment here from nea um says i'm teaching pre-k three or four year olds. I live in Budapest. We are so very blessed. This kind of ideology is not permitted in Hungary. This topic is up to parents when they like to discuss sex education. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, and yeah, well, and it's great that it is not allowed in Hungary. So Calvin, what did you do? How did you respond in terms of uh, interacting with the school on this then when you found this out? Um, so we went and had a meeting with the head teacher. Um, right. And they were she said that she felt sorry that the video had been shown, but um, it was almost a case of, um, we're sorry, we 
we've been caught out in a way, you know, it wasn't really a heartfelt apology. Um, right. But our main problem was that she gave no, um, she didn't really make us feel that um, this wouldn't happen again. It was, and right. really her, uh, the headmistress's whole focus was basically to shut us down rather than to work with us. And she's, she basically said, look, you know, you can take it up with, um, the governors and so on but she said um we're perfectly within our rights we're following the church of england's guidelines and um but told us that we're not being inclusive and not being loving they said they're following church of england guidelines in presenting that video <laughs> saying that children you know can change gender and three-year-olds and they guess what sex you are and they, they said they claim they're following church guidance on that yeah Wow. Yeah. Wow. Is that right, Roger? Are they following Church of England guidance? Yes and no. Um, the reality is uh, Church of England has published this, this document called Valuing um, All God's Children, which um, purports to be a, a biblical document supporting uh, loving thy neighbor, etc., um, aimed at, at uh, you know, um, fighting homophobic and trying to bullying um, what it really is at its core is an affirmation of gender identity belief and an affirmation that um, all sexual behavior uh, is acceptable that we, we should love kids however they are not only should we love them which, which we should love them we should affirm them in whatever behavior they choose to take on so that's that's not only uh, unbiblical or identity or affirm yeah. them in the identity rather than the behavior i think uh, roger uh, the identity but with the identity comes comes the behavior um so when you're affirming the identity you're affirming the behavior in, in a sense because they're indissociable yeah. i mean you can't say we affirm you we affirm you in this but don't do that which is the, which is the biblical position in a sense that um you know we okay, love our behavior family. would include like stealing or hitting they're not saying affirm any behavior yeah no of course they're not of course they're not no. but yeah, but um, you know what, what they're doing is they're emboldening these schools to to act as it, as they are in this case um, so when, when a school runs afoul of, of really what the law says, they can say, well, the Church of England, you know, um, they've got this guidance and, and they've got our back on this and we've got to do what they say. And that's exactly what's happened, not just in this school, across the nation. Yes, it's shocking, isn't it? So um, what did you yeah, what did you do after that then, Calvin, in terms of trying to interact with the school and others about this? Um so really from that point on we um well there was a bit of a story behind it but basically they on that media feed that we saw the video being presented um my wife left a comment saying that she was not pleased about it and they actually deplatformed her so they shut her down wow so they then started to um basically cover up that the fact that they'd shown this video so we then printed out some leaflets um and it was very simple we just said um, are you aware that St. Michael's School is teaching this um, trans ideology without parents' consent or knowledge? And we handed them out um, to parents um, at the gate. And many parents said, thank you so much. We didn't have any idea that this was going on in the school. Um, and then the next day was parents' evening. So uh, a lot of parents were furious and um, right. were really in uproar. Um, about the whole thing, which was which was great to see secular parents um, with with such a big heart. Um, 
I was going to so, ask about the reaction from other parents. So you you felt very strongly supported by the parents, have you? And lots lots of other parents share yeah. your concerns for their young children being told you might have been you know, wrongly assigned the gender at, at birth or whatever. They only guessed. <laughs> they only guessed what your gender is. They just made a guess, a random guess, whether you're a yeah. boy or a girl. That was it. Yeah, crazy. No, many, many parents have 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 sided with us, and they're they're very you know they're, they're absolutely furious. Um, and one of our main um, sort of allies is a secular family who have um, seen, I think, it, I don't know if it's a grandchild, but it's one of their relations has gone through um, gender reassignment surgery, come out the other side, and now has huge regret. And so they've right. seen the effects um, right. within their yeah. family. And they've said to us, you know, you've got to fight this all the way because they've seen the damage that affirming children in this um, does yeah. but um our first uh thing really was to um get in contact with christian concern and right. yeah um, you guys have been great all the way through you've been absolutely fantastic and um all i would say is to any christians that are listening um please donate to them because you never know when christian when you're going to need christian concern and they've been marvelous they've been fantastic and yeah uh, thank God for Christian concern. Well, thank you. I didn't uh, didn't uh, pay you or prompt you to say that. So thank you for no, saying that. Really appreciate it. Um, listen, we've got a little question here from Sarah Walker on Facebook, who says, "Who in the Christian world is challenging Justin Welby on his position on this? He remains silent so often, or is a supporter of these ideologies? How? Question mark? Question mark? Um, Roger, we have done that, haven't we? We've we launched a petition." Um, and uh, got 15,000 supporters to sign a petition asking to Justin Welby specifically, um, saying you should withdraw this guidance, this finding all God's children um, guidance for schools. And do you know what the response has been to that, Roger? Uh, silence, largely silence. We, they, 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 they've, they're ensconced in their position. They, they've responded to a letter from, from Calvin, I know, um, which, which uh, was a non-answer. They didn't answer any of, of his substantive points. Um, so, you know, we, we just need to keep on putting public pressure on um, because as Calvin pointed out, uh, this is serious. Um, this, this isn't just some teaching that is in one ear and one out the other. These affect kids. We have a contagion in schools where kids are convinced that they're born in the wrong body and then they go to gender identity clinics. Their puberty is suppressed. Um, they take further steps. There are cases of, of regret, and then there's no road back to, to, to a full, healthy recovery. You, in some cases, you can't have kids of your own again. Um, you know, there's serious, serious consequences to this type of teaching, especially when you embed it in minds this young. Um, and I want to speak to it to another point, um, which Calvin addressed, and that's that's this his his children's school. Um, Schools have an obligation to consult parents on what will be in their RSE policy. They need to be transparent about that. The material needs to be age appropriate. So first of all, not only was the material clearly age inappropriate, but if parents, and this means the majority of the parents, because clearly most of them had no idea what was going on. If they don't have an idea that this type of material is being taught in the school, and there has been a, a serious failure on the part of the school to be transparent about what's in their RSE curriculum. And that also could could be a legal issue for the school to face in the future. Wow. 
So um, I know that um, you know we've been supporting some other clients with a similar issue, Nigel and Sally Rowe, um, in the Church of England School, and they they had um, slightly different. They had in a six-year-old class a child who was uh, sometimes wanting to identify the opposite gender, and the pupils were all told you must call him her, whichever way around it was, um, on the days when he comes in in a dress or dressed up as a girl, and in other words, you must lie about who he is. And and effectively, therefore, showing all the children you can just change your gender at will, um, and they obviously complained about that. And and anyway, it, you know, there's a whole lot more one could say about that case. But they recently wrote again to the Archbishop of Canterbury about this and asking to withdraw the the uh, Valley Walgers children guidance. And the the Archbishop did actually finally reply um, and supported that guidance. So he has actually supported that guidance and and stood by it. Um, uh, in that context, um, which is so, in other words, you know, no willingness to show any remorse or any need to change or any any um, possible changes that might happen here, which is um, very disappointing. And Calvin, you wrote uh, yourself, didn't you, to the um, um, chief executive of education, um, Nigel Genders, chief education officer of the Church of England, about this? Tell us about that. Um. Yeah, quite a disappointing response, really. He, um, instead of looking at the guidelines, you know, and seeing if how they can be improved upon, um, he's doubled down and stood by them. Um, and his argument is is that he's saying that um, well, trans trans pupils do exist, and that you know this is a real thing, and and that's not what we were we were getting at. We were saying you know it's your guidelines and the way they're worded which is being mistaken by teachers um, that because the way, the way it's written, if you have a look at the, the value and all God's children guidelines, yeah. when you read it, it's, it is affirming um, trans children. Um, yep. There's no way to get around it. Um, and he's, he's not come out and said that he condemns this in a public way. He's, he's standing yep. by them. And for that, you know, that's a real problem because uh the schools are um they're either using this to promote this ideology or they're misunderstanding what he means and then teaching this ideology um but it's a strange thing really because the church of england have blamed the school saying that um you know that's not what they quite meant and then the school are blaming the church of england saying well yeah that's what you meant <laughs> because we're the guidelines. so yeah, yeah, yeah. no one's so, so i um if i remember correctly um calvin you've got a letter from the head mistress um and the letter actually quoted a statement from nigel genders in order to defend promoting extreme ideology transgender ideology in the in the church vegan primary school and you yeah. wrote to nigel genders and said to him do you realize your own words your own statement is being used by my school to defend promoting transgender ideology and, and he responded saying, well, that wasn't my intention. You know, let me look into it kind of thing. But he's never written to the school and explained that. He's never he's never gone out publicly and said, oh, I didn't really mean that. He's not withdrawn the statements, knowing that this is how it's being used. You know, either he's being disingenuous or he's just not bothered or, you know, he's, you know what, I, don't, I can't understand his motivation. I can't understand. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's not interested in protecting children from this kind of transgender. He says, this is not what I intended. But he's not actually doing anything about it. He's prepared to leave statements up there, leave guidance and documents up there, 
that he knows are being used to defend showing transgender ideology in schools. And he's not prepared to do anything about it other than say in a private letter to you, oh, that's not really what I meant, you know, but it's kind of this, that's up to the school. Well, it's up to him. He's the chief education officer of the Church of England, right? He can say, no, you're not supposed to do this, but he's not prepared to do that, is he? No, and I think that, you know, this this case is such a good example of, of how that these um, these guidelines have failed. You know, it's so obvious that um, that this is going to happen again if these guidelines don't get changed. Um, and really, it's such a weak response. The church should be a beacon for the community and they should be, you know, shepherding parliament. They should be um, showing us all the way to live and telling society biblically how we should be but instead we're seeing them being led by society and it's completely backwards yeah yeah it's interesting that um you know as an organization that's been doing this um since the nigel and sally case um that was really the first major public case that, that dealt with this issue um we've kind of been at the forefront of this and we've got a, a tremendous amount of parents who have contacted us exactly on this same issue. And, and interestingly, I would say that the ratio of Church of England versus secular schools where this is happening is two to one, that there's many more Church of England schools where we get complaints about than secular wow. schools. Wow. Um, and I recall even a, a secular school coming back to us. You know, we had a Christian parent who was complaining. They quoted valuing all God's children saying, well, I mean, you're Christians, but so, so is the Church of England and they're promoting this. So wow. this is this is dangerous across the board, even for secular schools to be using it as a, weaponizing it against parental rights. Unbelievable. So we've got a question here from Sarah Walker on Facebook. Uh, question for you, Roger. I think, uh, um, um, well, as a reply to another comment, it says, my understanding is that private Christian schools have to follow this guidance too, not voluntary. Is that correct? Replying to Lillian Sadeels. Well, the question would be, which guidance are we are we speaking I, about? I presume she means the Valuing All God's Children guidance. No, no, that, that's not statutory guidance. You don't have to follow it. It's it's just, um, you know, you don't even have to, there's no legal obligation to give due regard to it. Um, ab absolutely not. Um, the DFE guidance, on the other hand, is something... Oh, it's actually government, government RSE guidance is what was being meant. Sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, that's a bit more complicated because that is statutory guidance. Um, but there's a difference between... Um, it's very semantic and it's very tricky and, and it's, it's unfair for schools to have to unpack it themselves. But there's a difference between um, when they say schools must teach this versus schools should teach this. So when they say schools should teach this, a lot of schools are saying, well, that, that means we must teach it. And that's not the case. They're, they're going beyond what the statute right. says must right. be taught and gender identity belief is, is precisely one of the things that's in there um, that they say should be taught um, which isn't you know in in the uh the rse statute itself is something that sh that must be taught what do they say it should be taught to primary schools what do they say not primary schools that that during the course of of education meaning from um from primary school through secondary school, this should be taught at some point Right, so they're not saying it should yeah, that's be That's the RSE guidance. That shouldn't be confused with, with the, the further guidance they provided saying you need to be incredibly careful with this stuff because it's ideological and it gets mis misrepresented very easily. Yes, and you shouldn't have organizations come in that only, pre only present a, a pro-transgender approach yeah. um, is what the guidance says from memory. Yeah? Correct. Um, so, and, and Roger, what about this um, concept of 
uh, quote, trans pupils, which the uh, got the Church of England guidance, back to that again, buying all God's children, um, affirms this the existence of trans pupils, even in primary schools. What would you say to that? I say that the law doesn't say that. The law doesn't even come close to saying that. Um, there was a decision from the, the EAT, the Employ Employment Appeal Tribunal. Um, actually, there's been, uh, yeah, this was uh, this was the Maya Forrester case, I believe, um, and it was uh, reaffirmed in, in one of our cases, um, which said that um, the vast majority of people, not the vast majority, but a huge proportion of of people who identify as trans aren't in fact trans in the legal sense. Um, yeah. So to become trans um, under the legal sense, you have to make a lifelong commitment to living out as, as the opposite gender and take some steps towards that. Um, the case law has said that kids under the age of 16 don't have that capacity. Um, they're not Gillick competent to do so. Um, so there is no such thing in that sense as a trans pupil. Um, there's no obligation to socially transition a child um, because they're not gender reassigned in the meaning of the Equality Act. They certainly can't get a gender recognition certificate and be legally recognized as trans. Um, so this is a this is a fiction that's been created by activists, which has been um, upheld by the Church of England. Yes, yes, and um, and when you get to primary school children, it's even more ridiculous, isn't it? And even more absurd. Well, it's much more dangerous, certainly, because there's no critical yeah. thinking at that age. Yes, exactly, precisely. Yeah. So Calvin. Um, where do you go from here with this? So, you know, what's your advice to parents at this point on, you know, having been through this experience? Well, I think um, I think it's clear now that uh, we can't we can't trust the Church of England to um, to to look after our children's safety when it comes to these sorts of issues. Um, mm. They've really let us down, um, and not just let us down. When we have approached them, there's been no apology. It's been, if anything, they've just confirmed their position is okay, and and they're. You know, I think this is only going to get worse. Um, they've really got the church thing have got to return back to the Bible. Um, and if they don't, they're going to be on a downward stop, downward spiral. Um, but for parents, I would say um, we've we've got we've got all got to make a stand. And now is the time to do it. Um, I think for too long, we've all sort of sat back and watched this come through and we've all been quite lazy and you know, we sort of hide behind this whole peace and love idea, which is good, but now it's time to stand up and to really, um, to really, uh, to be separated from the world, not, not to go and live as a monk out mm -hmm. in the middle of Alaska or something, but to, we, we have to have a clear distinction between our lives, which are based on the word of God and, and the world, because it's now becoming so separated. Um, the, the secular society is, is pushing more and more boundaries out of the way and this is only going to get worse as time goes on and it's, we've got to stand out from the crowd um mm. and uh, i think woe to us if we don't very good very good and thank you for doing exactly that and standing up and and showing people and and, and raising the profile of this issue and roger what would you what would your advice to parents be I'd say that um, it, it's naive to think that schools are what they were when we were kids. Right. When we were kids, schools were safe places. Now they're ideological places. And, um, you know, one of the, the viewers pointed out that this isn't taught in Hungary. Um, I'm currently in Slovakia. There's no relationships education or LGBT education in Slovakia. In Northern Ireland, in fact, the, the concept of gender reassignment isn't introduced in education whatsoever. 
So it, it doesn't have to be this way. Um, the law can be changed, and, and we need to stand up and, and demand a change of law, saying, look, schools across the country are hurting children. This is a very serious issue. We are hurting the next generation, um, and it's a great disservice to the nation, and, and it needs to stop. And I think only parents can do that at this point. We, we need a groundswell of parents, the grassroots level, to do this. Absolutely. Well, Calvin, listen, well done for what you've done. Um, fantastic. Um, really brave. Great that you've also sort of informed lots of other parents um, in your school and got them to complain as well and got the support for that. It's very encouraging to hear about the support from other parents uh, for you standing up and being brave about this and uh, for raising the profile of the issue generally and challenging the Church of England and putting them on the spot about it. Really appreciate you doing that. Um, hope we have more parents like you. Um, and, uh, and if you're watching and you're a parent, do check out what's happening in your schools uh, and, uh, and be very, very wary of what uh, teachers are sometimes teaching about this kind of thing and do raise complaints and issues and call us up if you want any help as well. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for watching or listening um, um, if, you are, if you've done that. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you again next week. Do follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and other channels and uh, look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you.